Hi, everyone. This is episode two of The Mix Up. My name is DJ Chrissy. You guys are tuned into this brand new episode. So I have a sweet topic today. Um, If you've listened to the first episode of the show or you kind of have a bit of an idea of what the show is specifically going to be on, um, I don't really know how to put this, but we're getting into (laughs) the top 10 things girls did in the 2000s. So people were freaking out in the 2000s because I specifically remember it being like, I think it was the end of the mid to end of 1999. And I vividly remember people legit panicking because it was going to be the new millennium. I honestly remember people were choosing their wedding dates to be in the year 2000 because it was such a big deal that I don't know, people were able to say, oh, I was married in the new millennium. And it was just such a crazy time. I think just everybody was used to it being in the 90s and the 80s. And then all of a sudden the year 2000 rolled around and people I think were expecting flying cars or I don't even know, uh, meals that cook themselves, just like whatever. The way people assumed back in the day that the future was going to be so uncertain and so high tech and whatever. So, you know, it was just becoming a really big deal. Um, There was just something about hitting the triple zeros and just making it the year 2000 that, I don't know, in some weird way, I think just had everybody in some kind of uproar because people were just freaking out. Like chunky highlights were a thing. Ladies, I know you all remember those. Let's just take a moment. Thank the Lord, those are not a thing anymore. I'm sure everybody remembers the chunky highlights. You literally had one hair color and then every little section of your hair had just a chunk of highlight. I don't know why that was a thing. I don't know who made that a thing, but that was a thing. And it was a very popular hairstyle. My God, just going through all the different concepts and things. Wedge shoes were a thing. Can we talk about that? I mean, okay, let's be real. I'm sure every woman still owns a pair of wedged heels and that's fine. Like wedge heels are fine. They look great. They go with certain outfits. You know, when you have that platform, I get it, ladies. Trust me, I own a few pairs. It's super comfortable, but I'm talking like wedged shoes. I'm talking coming off that 90s train of the Spice Girls wedged platform shoes, okay? I think you know what I'm referring to, but it was just such a magical time. You know, the early 2000s, NBA literally ruled the world. Everybody knew who Kobe Bryant was, Allen Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal, Britney Spears, Carson Daly. Those people were still huge. They were the talk of pop culture, but there were just some things in the 2000s that were just unforgettable. And I really want to go through the top 10 things girls did in the 2000s. Number 10, crimped hair. You know it's one of those hairstyles when you look back on, you're just like, why? Who thought that was a cute idea? First of all, who thought that was even a hairstyle? Humongous play though, off of the 80s fashion. I think there was a moment in time there in the 2000s where maybe they were trying to bring back a certain style of the 80s, but it was big. Like I'm guilty. I'm raising my hand right now. You can't see me, but I am raising my hand because I was super guilty of crimping my hair in like 2003, 2004, trying to look super cute for the boys. And I don't know, it must've worked because that was a super big style back then. But I want to know who brought that hairstyle in and how was it acceptable? And correct me if I'm wrong, guys and girls out there listening, I've been seeing some people crimping their hair again. Is that a thing? Please tell me that's not coming back. That's a little bit frightening, I'm not gonna lie. Number nine, long sleeve fishnet shirts. 
I remember being in high school and this was legit everywhere. People wore this like it was a legit, I don't know, it was a fashion statement and people loved it. I personally don't know what the appeal was about it, but I used to see it all the time. And especially when I got into grade 10, grade 11, it was honestly a fashion statement. If you had that on, it really said something about who you were and kind of like your attitude. It was like, well, you didn't really care what people thought. You knew it looked good. And I mean, honestly, it did. I'm not going to judge because I had my own. Like, I just literally admitted I used to crimp my hair. But uh, we're going to move past this one. Number eight, fake athlete tees. Anybody who's listening right now, don't tell me you did not want own an NBA jersey or think of purchasing one. Ladies, do you remember the NBA jersey dresses? I know you guys do. I am guilty. I begged and begged and begged my mom when I was in grade eight. She finally let me use my money, my hard earned, saved money from all my chores, all my birthdays. I went and I bought an authentic, not a replica, an authentic Vince Carter Toronto Raptors jersey, which I still have until this day. He was my favorite player, but like, okay, in my defense, I was actually a huge basketball fan and I still am a very big basketball fan, but Vince Carter, all-time favorite player, will forever be my all-time favorite player, but I'm guilty. I think I spent like $110 on that jersey in 2003, and that's a lot of money. Hey, we're talking 2003. That's like spending almost 300 bucks now. That's crazy. It's What's more crazy is my mom let me spend that money. Wherever she is, mom, come on. You know better than that. But everybody did. There was a huge thing going on in pop culture where... People like Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal, Jason Kidd, Kevin Garnett. I don't know what it was, but it was just such a big facet in that time in in the world. Um, I think celebrities and athletes alike were getting the same recognition. These athletes were just blowing up. They were in commercials on TV. They were doing cameos on people's most favorite sitcoms, you know, TGIF, which, you know, obviously we'll get into that stuff later, but it was just a different time. And I know a lot of girls were guilty of buying those athlete tees, tying them up on the side, throwing on some jeans. God, with the flare at the bottom, the jeans. Okay, we're going to move past this one because this horrific fashion is legit giving me anxiety. We're going to go to number seven. Okay, number seven. This might actually give me more anxiety. Studded belts. Where do I go with this one? I did or did not own a pair of those, but whether it matched your outfit or not, you had to be wearing like three belts at once. I don't know if it was a fashion statement, but it looked like a walking Hot Topic ad. I don't even know what to say, but they were studded. They were belts. I don't know if people were going for the Avril Lavigne, the Nickelback look, Panic at the Disco, maybe AFI all kind of rolled into one. For me, that's a major throwback of high school. I'm thinking like 2004, 2005, but Fallout Boy. I don't know. All these memories are like rushing back to me right now, but that was huge. Studded belts were huge. Don't lie. You know you owned a studded belt, okay? Number six. Loose fat laces on your shoes. All right, shoes that fit correctly quickly became a thing of the past because who wanted to deal with tightening their Converse laces when you could like literally slip them on like a pair of fat Etnies? Who owned Etnies? I owned the nicest pair of white and purple Etnies. The laces were so fat, they were probably almost an inch in width. I'm not even being dramatic right now. I don't know why that was a thing, but I was obsessed with those shoes. I think I rocked them for a year straight until like a hole literally started forming in them. And even then I was like, nope, I ain't throwing these out. 
I held on to them for such a long time. But the secret to rocking the signature style was to buy incredibly obnoxious shoelaces that loosely matched the Etnies logo. And then I remember you would like thread each thick lace into the eyelid of the shoe. You got to be careful though, because you didn't want to have them too tight, right? You wanted them to have that fat look like they were literally about to fall off your feet and you couldn't wear them in PE class. That's how you knew you were wearing them right. But bonus points, if your shoe physically flew off of your foot during a game of kickball, also may or may not have happened to me. But once again, we're going to move past this. Number five, camouflage unflattering camo. Thanks to the 2000s, camo is no longer exclusive to the army or hunting. I am very proud to say, however, I did not own anything camo. However, that does not mean that the early 2000s wasn't graced with everything camo. I'm talking hoodies, jackets, socks, hair accessories. Camo was like the gangster look before people caught on it was a gangster look. Personally, camo is a no-no in my fashion books. I'm just gonna move past that and say, that's a thing of the past. And people, let's leave it in the past, please. Number four, MSN Messenger. Okay, your messenger profile and status were where it was at to grab somebody's attention back then. It was like the OG Facebook before Facebook was even a thing. I used to spend hours and hours and days on MSN till two or three in the morning, especially in the summers. Oh my gosh. But you weren't legit on MSN unless you had some ridiculous lyric in your status or some kind of ridiculous photo of a celebrity as your profile picture or an album artwork that you are obsessed with. Obviously my giant obsession of Britney Spears, my prerogative 2004. We're not going to judge me for it, or you may. It is what it is. I still memorize all the songs on every single Britney Spears album. Anyways, moving past that, number three, Happy Bunny stickers. Okay, I can safely say this was never a thing for me, but they were huge. They were on keychains, school supplies. I don't really have much to say about the Happy Bunny stickers. They were never a thing for me. Um, I don't really, really want to spend time on this one because it just didn't do anything for me. It doesn't even like resonate to me. It doesn't even feel like a 90s or a 2000s thing. Nah, we're going to move past that one. Number two, burned CDs. Okay. Don't even lie to yourself or to me right now. You know you had LimeWire. You know you would burn CDs and download your favorite music. This was one of the highlights of the early 2000s for me because... Discovering a new band or a song you are obsessed with, example, Smooth by Santana or Shake Your Tail Feather by Nelly and P. Diddy, it was just incredible for me. I was able to burn them on a CD and throw them in the car and literally drive my mom crazy every single day, whether she was driving me to school or we were driving anywhere. I had that those same seven or eight songs on repeat over and over and over. Oh, of course, 2004, 50 Cent, P.I.M.P., can't forget that song because I had that also on repeat, but that was a big deal. Being able to burn CDs and cassettes were literally being phased out. That was a humongous turning point in the early 2000s and arguably the most pivotal and life-changing event to take place. Number one, MySpace. First of all, it was launched in 2003. So that is well over. That's almost 20 years now, guys. We're coming up on 20 years almost. And it's crazy to think that that was the leader in social media at the time. It was long before hashtags or Snapchats or adding anything to your Insta story. You could add music to your profile. And that feature alone was probably what stuck out to me the most about MySpace because 
the way I used to look at it when I was on MySpace is the song you had on your profile kind of defined who you were. Like if you would go to my profile and I had Ring the Alarm by Beyonce, you knew. You know I was a gangster. You knew. Don't mess with me. Okay? Those are the kind of things people thought about in 2005, 2006. But it actually came out in 2003, but I think I was still on the MSN Messenger thing that it didn't really click to me that MySpace was a, a thing to do till about 2005. A huge feature of MySpace was the dreaded top eight. Now, for those young millennials out there that are maybe listening, granted, I may be a millennial, but I wasn't born in 89, so I'm kind of on that cusp of like, you're a millennial, but you were a child of the 90s. So for those of you who do not know what top eight was, MySpace was brilliant or evil enough to create a section where you could add your top eight friends listed in order. It goes without saying everybody knew if you were number one on the list, that meant that you were that person's best friend or it meant you really liked that person. Either way, it did nothing but cause a ridiculous amount of secretive drama way back when. Because I remember going to certain people's profiles, those who will not be named right now because I know they're probably listening. You guys know who you are. And I would see myself at like number three and I'd be like, ah, why is that girl number two before me? So it caused drama. When you're 15, that causes a lot of drama, okay? I personally want to know who out there still has MySpace or who knows someone that still rocks it. I know it still exists because I had to do a little bit of research for this episode and I could not believe MySpace still existed. You can actually go to the website. You can log in. You can create a profile. Uh, it blows me away. I, I really, really, really wish I remembered my login credentials. I would love to find my old MySpace page and just see what the hell I had on there and why I thought it was cool. But I want to know who out there is still rocking a MySpace account. Guys, if you're on Twitter, please tweet me right now at DJ Chrissy. It's DJ C-R-Y-S-I triple E. Or find me on Instagram, guys. Please, I would love to hear if anybody out there or you know anybody out there that's on MySpace or any any of the top 10 things I listed today, guys. I would love to hear your feedback, okay? I'd love to know what you guys think. I want to hear crazy stories. I know some of you guys had studded belts. Hey, you might still own a studded belt. You might still rock an athlete jersey. There is nothing wrong with that. But those were the top 10 things girls did in the early 2000s. I really hope you guys enjoyed the show today. I have plenty more awesome episodes coming your way. You guys know I love pop culture. I love anything 80s, 90s, 2000s. I'm so open for suggestions. If you guys have anything you want to talk about, anything you guys want to hear, seriously tweet at me right now on Twitter at DJ Chrissy. Find me on Instagram, the same handle name, guys. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. I'm going to be coming out with episodes every two weeks. You don't want to miss it. Got a lot of good content coming your way. Stick around and keep your eye out for the next episode. Proof it's the 90s. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Until next week, guys, you've been tuned into the mix up. My name is DJ Chrissy. See you guys next time.